When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Snowbound, Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. We're on the line with U.S. Ski Team downhiller Tommy Beesmeyer. Tommy, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Yeah, it's great to be here, George. Now, Tommy, downhill. I mean, I've always thought of that as the glamour event of winter sports. What got you into skiing and then got you into thinking you could compete in that event? I mean, downhill, I mean, ski racing was just sort of an outlet for me. Uh, I was really competitive as a kid and uh, grew up in a small town that's considered out there in Keene Valley, New York. And I was just eager to play sport and ski racing was an outlet for it. And as a young kid, I was ski jumping, cross-country skiing, and alpine ski racing. And it turned out um, just by luck of the draw that uh, ski racing was a good fit for me and I sort of weaned out all the other sports I was playing and, and focused on it. And then as I got older and started to progress in the sport, I, I turned out to have success and, um, I started to take it more seriously each year. And I'd never really had my sights set on the U S ski team other than it just being a dream. Um, until I was about 18 or 19. And then that's, that's when I realized that it was a potential, um, potential goal and and i had a legitimate shot to make it so it wasn't i felt like i was sort of a late bloomer bloomer in the sense of like realizing the us ski team was an was an actual goal opposed to just a dream but how cool is that that you know you're one of those people who actually had a dream come true when did you realize that was going to happen I would say I was given an opportunity to train with the U.S. development team when I was 19 years old, and I had some really good races in the summer where I went from 350th in the world to 50th, and and that would that changed sort of my whole outlook on my plan with ski racing. And I was at the time I was supposed to be going to EVM to ski in college, and I decided to defer and continue on with the ski team as an invitee and, and just see where it took me. And I had a good season that year and, and I've been on it for the last six years. So university of Vermont, what were you studying? I'm in the business school at UVM with a concentration in finance. And are you still going to school? I still am. It's, I have, um, four years of schooling and two years done. So, um, if I stay on a consistent path, it'll be done in four years. <laughs> so what are your plans? I mean, that's really interesting to hear too, that 
are you planning a career after your skiing? Yeah, of course. I mean, ski racing isn't um, the most sustainable sport. So there is going to be a life afterwards, and I'm not entirely sure what that entails. But um, I feel like my parents have created a pretty good footing where we grew up, and I definitely have that um, as an outlook and something to look forward to. But I'm not ruling out something different in something um, that's not in Keene Valley, New York. So right now, right now we might have a construction business along with a um, lodge called the Mountain House and where we do weddings. And right now we have a partnership with Hamilton College where they're doing an environmental studies program. So it's more of, uh, it's just a building where we just, have people come and go and it's been in operation since 1941. Wow. You're listening to Snowbound. We're visiting with Tommy Beesmeyer of the U.S. ski team. So you were in slalom when you first were noticed by the ski team. What was it that made you switch over to downhill? I would say I have more of a focus in super G and downhill is just um, a benefactor of that. Um, I made the ski team with in my giant palm and super G and I think I just showed a lot of promise um, when I first made the team. And so I was sort of just directed in that direction and it's where I um, fit with the team socially and physically in the sense of my skiing was on par with the speed team and I showed a lot of potential. And I think that that was something um that they saw me succeeding at. And I think my heart and my passion was as well. Is the speed fun? The speed's fun, but it takes, takes getting used to. And it's, it's uh, not that much fun when you have three knee surgeries, but uh, it definitely, it's very rewarding and it's uh, it's high risk, but um, it's something that you miss. When you're when you're taken away from you, can you tell us about your injuries? How they happened? Yeah, when I first made ski team, so after the year that I was skiing as an invitee, um, when I was officially on the team, I tore my ACL in our summer training program, and I missed missed that season. So that was my right knee, and then going into the Olympics, I tore my left knee, and. I had problems with it coming back from injury, so I did another surgery. So it's been a two-year injury this past one for 2013 year and 2014 year. So where are you mentally with coming, with coming back? I mean, that's a long rehab. You've shown a lot of uh, fortuitiveness by sticking with it. Where are you mentally? Excited. Um, Anxious and happy to be back. I mean, it's uh, it's been it's been a lot of hard work. It's been a lot of patience. It's been a lot of hard days. But uh, all all the time that I've put off the put on, all the time that I have put in off the hill, um, has sort of got me to where I am now. And either it was good or bad, it was it was always moving forward. And I think that for me coming back, that was something that I needed as well to always feel like 
you're gaining. And even if it's not the biggest gains, but if you're even just moving forward and at the smallest amount that you're showing progress and you're showing, uh, proving to yourself that you're going to make it back. And, and right now looking forward, it's just, I think it's just sort of taking every day for what it is. And, and if I'm frustrated, it's just have to remember that I've been working just to be back skiing and, and that's, that was the biggest battle. So just to be here and just being a part of it is, has been my main goal. And so now moving forward, it's just gaining, gaining the speed, getting the comp, getting the confidence and, um, just getting into the groove of it. You know, skiing is, yes, it's, it's a rhythm. And once you sort of get into a rhythm of ski racing, things start to happen and it, things come easier. So, that's where I'm at now. It's just building a rhythm and moving forward. Now, were you at the speed camp at Copper Mountain? I was. How did that go? It went well. It was my first real camp back engaging back with everybody again. And that's always sort of nerve wracking when you're coming back from injury because of your timing and um, the season is right around the corner and everybody's just gunning and, you know, you're trying to catch up. So, it's uh it can be frustrating and it was frustrating at times, but at the same time rewarding just to be there and just be in the hunt and just proving to yourself that you haven't lost it, you know, and that's that's you know, sort of every day you go out there and you're just trying to be fast and try to ski well and and you're just you're competing again. And that's ultimately what I've been looking forward to. Now you said right at the beginning that you were a very competitive person. When you were going through rehab, did you almost look at that as a competition against yourself? Yeah, you know, everyone sort of tells you what you can and can't do. And for me, anyway, I immediately um, highlight the things that I'm, that I'm not supposed to be doing or shouldn't be doing or where if, if I was doing really well, this is where you'd be at. And so you sort of treat it as a game and you create little goals for yourself that... Um, to sort of beat it, you know, beat the injury. And that's, that's, that's sort of what gets got me through it. And, um, it's sort of my outlet to be competitive as well. And so, so being in, being injury has its negative, um, components, but at the same time you can use your attributes as an athlete to get through it. Now coming out of the speed camp, how are you feeling about your skiing? I feel great. Um, I feel like if there's anything that I need to consider is to sort of not overdo it and just realize that I'm still coming back and keep the volume at a consistent pace and not get frustrated if you have a bad day and try to pound down more runs and just just stick on to stay patient and stick to the plan and and stay healthy and that's and I think that um, success will soon be on the horizon. Have you felt a lot of support from the U.S. ski team throughout? Yeah, the ski team has been really great. They um, they designated a coach for uh, Ryan Carpenter Siegel and myself, and we were joined with um, Racy Siegel this year, where all of us were going back from the injuries, and we had a little team set up that was designated for us and so um we were able to go at our own pace without having to work in with the group coming back from injury right away and that's always um a struggle as well just for my previous experiences that when you come back to the group you know you just sort of try to 
get right back into it. Um, and you don't want to be the black sheep. You don't want to be the guy that's um, missing runs because your knee hurts or you're not ready to do it and skiing with your jacket on and just the little things that you do coming back from injury that are hard to understand by the group. And so this this team that we had was it was really great for myself and I know it was really positive for Racy and Ryan to be able to just sort of get through the small mental battles with an injury um, without without being criticized or judged. I know it's kind of a cliche to say coming back from an injury makes you stronger, but there is some truth to that. What do you feel you've learned from this experience that will make you a better racer? I think not just a better racer, but just sort of a better person. Is And that also sounds cliche, but you just you learn to fight. And I think that that's a really valuable asset to have. And, you know, it, I was dealt a bad hand and, you know, you sort of play it out and grind through it and make the best of it and, and just be patient. So I think this whole process has made me more patient. It's, it's sort of have a different outlook on ski racing in general and just life and just sort of, not taking yourself too seriously, I think is also a really important um, asset that I've learned as well. It's just, you know, it's, it could be worse and it's not that bad. So um, I was just sort of happy to just keep getting better and stay healthy. And I was grateful to go to school and um, do my rehab and also be working towards a degree that hopefully I'll be using after my ski career is done. Birds of Prey coming up this weekend. How are you feeling about it? When do you get to see the course? We will start on Wednesday. We have our first training run in downhill where I will not be doing the downhill race, but I'll be doing the training runs to prepare for the Super G on Saturday. And that will be my first World Cup race back. And I look forward to it. It's one of my favorite tracks, and I think I have a good shot to have a good day. And, um... My friends and family will be there as well, so it'll be fun to have them in my corner that day. Tommy Beesmeyer, I think we're all going to be cheering for you. Thank you. Wish you all the best at uh, upcoming Birds of Prey on Snowbound. You've been listening to Tommy Beesmeyer in Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas.